hot topics uh, section. So you're just going right off the dome ski. You're like Drake with his Blackberry in front of the mic. Let's hear it. All right, boys. Uh, well, I guess we should start with welcome to a Midwest podcast where uh, it's basically therapy for three white men. Uh, my name is Toilet. My name is Luke. And I'm Sack. Um, yeah, we well, nailed that opening. Yeah, that was, you know, episode 29. We only get better at this, guys. That's why our, we got some repeat listeners out there. Holy Men God. will start a podcast instead of going to therapy. Isn't it true? Yeah, I should just stop saying, oh, I have the podcast tonight. I should just say I'm going to therapy because that's what this is. This is yes, seeing, absolutely. Depending on the time of year, seeing red, seeing orange. Um, it's it, Sports are what makes uh, men feel real emotions in their life. Um, and we, we use that as a conduit for our own uh, emotions. It is very therapeutic sometimes, even though the teams we watch tend to suck more often than not. I mean, how else would we relate to the rando guy sitting next to us at Buffalo Wild Wings? <sighs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me with this? Thank you. You're welcome. Toilet, go ahead. What's on your All right. mind? <clears throat> so this past weekend, I was brushing my teeth. And I've Thank been you. told Thank that you I'm for a, your service. <laughs> hey, anytime. Crack one open. Uh, I've been told I'm a pretty vigorous brusher mm-hmm. because I don't brush my teeth twice a day. I'm not a hero. I don't wear a cape when I go to bed. I do my best, okay? And I brush my teeth probably three to five times a week. And Whoa. I, know that, I know that may disgust some people. Some stinky morning breath on the uh on those uh, two to two to fo- two to four days that you aren't brushing your teeth. So here's the thing: I have a mask on all day long when I talk to people, so mm-hmm. no one can really smell my mm-hmm. breath. So you get to you get to marinate your, your nose just gets to marinate in your breath all day. Yeah, I don't yeah. really notice my breath smelling bad, and I've also never had a cavity. Knock on wood. So got um, that strong enamel. Got um, that strong and getting enamel. high on your own supply. You yeah, know, everybody, everybody likes their own brand, as the, as <laughs> uh, Mike Myers so eloquently put in Austin Powers Three Gold Member. This is true. I do not mind my own brand, but um, when I do brush, I brush with a pretty strong vigor. Um, as discussed, I'm a I'm a pretty large mammal, and uh, I I I give it all I got when I'm in there. So I'm basically making up for lost time by brushing as hard as I can. And I was going from one side of my mouth and I was switching to the other. And instead of switching at the correct angle, I'm so out of practice because I don't do it enough. Mm-hmm. I actually stabbed myself <laughs> under the gums with my toothbrush with such intensity. I have this giant gaping cut on the inside of my mouth. Oh, man. oh no. <laughs> um, and it's made pretty much any day-to-day activity pretty unbearable. But I had pizza this- night was the worst. Pizza night was the worst. Uh, salted pretzel night was just un- <laughs> undoable. Uh, but shout out to this, no free ads, but I have this uh, oral yeah, anesthetic. And it has pretty much made my mouth entirely numb. It tastes awful, um, but it's how I'm able to get through the day. So uh, it's kind of like having a lipper all day long, which is kind of a weird feeling to have at work. But, you know. We all doing the best that we can. Yeah, you know, I just found this powdery white substance. And I just rub it on my gums furiously. Dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> dentists can prescribe cocaine. Ask your local dentist if you can get some cocaine for your toothaches. Um, yeah, that stuff is the bomb, or like aura gel and stuff. But you're absolutely right, toilet. It is such a weird sensation having like a large numb patch in your mouth. Um, because, you know exactly how that feels like. Yeah, it's not I mean, like anybody in this uh, podcast has any experience with uh, front <laughs> with uh, d- dental problems. In, yeah, uh, the front mine of was mouth. in the front of my mouth, so I felt like I was drooling all day. Do you get that feeling as well? <laughs> yes, definitely. Like checking my chin for yes. my mask for dampness. Yeah, I was going to say, you just pull your mask out and there's just like goop coming yeah. down. Just, oh. I mean, it's, it's not, oh, not, not quite that, that bad, but like you feel conscious of like saliva forming at the corners of your mouth because that's like, uh, even though nobody can see you. So, um, yeah, this would have been a great year to lose that tooth, by the way. Yeah, you wouldn't have had to talk to anybody. No one would have been able to see your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, 
This is kind of going off what we were just talking about off air, but I feel like a tiny minor injury like that, or a couple of weeks ago, I was not to brag playing some Frisbee golf uh, and I had entered into a creek to retrieve an errant disc and I stepped squarely on a rock and had this giant cut on the heel of my foot, which made walking incredibly painful. Ooh, did like, you get a zebra muscle? Those are the worst. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really inspect the wildlife situation down there. Do we have zebra mussels native to obscure suburb of Northwest Chicago? They they are an invasive species. They're yeah, all they're, they're the kind place. of everywhere. Oh wow! Yeah, they're pretty they, pointy. They're pointy they're boys. in the chain of lakes. I know that mm. for sure. And if you step on one of those, it will absolutely fuck your entire shit up. Wow! Like okay. you're out of the water. You're like foot in a bucket of water, like that type of bleeding, which I think Jeez. is what happened to you, right? Yeah, I had a pretty big cut on my foot and like mud got in there. So I had to, uh, the word was irrigate. Oh, yes. Irrigate the mud out of my foot. Oh, no. (laughs) Get the spray uh, handle function on the hose and aim it directly at the wound. Damn, you've been uh, training all your life brushing your teeth three to five times a week with that vigorous (laughs) brushing to irrigate that wound with your toothbrush. Say that that he just slapped some Oragel on there. (laughs) That was was the right decision, but uh, we ended up soaking it in uh, my Mm, foot bath because I'm basic. But um, (laughs) yeah, you you would have a foot bath. That rocks. Yeah, it rocks. Spend your life for spend half of your life out there in a field it's soaking wet your feet are wet and tired when you get home yeah, give yourself a little foot bath give me a little foot bath yeah, for the boys foot bath. just for the yeah. boys uh yeah i'll do a spot i every once in a while self-care is important but anyway my larger point is uh i've been having these you know i've been playing hurt uh, i'm not injured but i'm playing hurt at work and i'm having a hard time so i was just telling the boys taking a little mental health day the toilet is gonna go uh go lid down for a day and just just be in peace <laughs> I mean, that's that's certainly absolutely necessary. It sounds like you've had an, an absolute litany of, you know, not to not to necessarily call them minor injuries, but sometimes those are the worst if you have a couple of annoying injuries one after the other, and then you like bang your elbow or something, and you're just like thinking to the world, like God hates me. I am, I am I am literally Job right now. I'm being punished by God. Why do bad things happen to good people? I mean, I can't tell you the last time I ever had to irrigate a wound that I had. Knock on wood. You've been playing it safe. That's good. How about any of the dogs? Any of the dogs got any injuries lately? Injury report on the dogs? Oh, um, Huck has uh oh, what's it called? It's uh it's some sort of parasite in his poop. It's oh. like a parasite that's living in the walls of his uh, intestines. Worms? Pinworms? No, 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 no. He didn't. He didn't have worms. Hattie had worms, and I remember for the first time she like crapped those out, and they're like moving and wiggling. It's freaking disgusting. It's yes, terrifying that is to watch. Terrifying. Um, no, no, no. He had something you couldn't. You can't even tell what it is. You. It. It has to be found in a test. So like, we have to give. We have to give him. It's like a. It's like a. Uh, you know the syringes that like. It's a small version of this, but you know the syringes that like people would put like Jello shots in. Oh yeah, in college. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, but it's like this sort of like pasty yellow substance, and it actually smells really good. And you have to like shove it in oh, his mouth. Okay. okay. I'm trying so to. Have to it. Uh, what does yeah. it taste like? What is? I don't know. Like? I don't know, but it Come makes on. my mouth really numb. So it might just be Oragel. No, but yeah, you just have to like shove it in. You have to kind of like put it at the tip of his mouth and you push it in and he just like loves it. He just goes. What does it smell like? Have we discovered a new butter substitute or something? It smells kind of like cookies. Okay. Like, don't it's like it's strange. Give us okay. a taste report next week. I give it a taste. It's an, it's an antibiotic. So oh, it's, okay. uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, you'll be uh, getting, any, getting rid of any, uh, any worms in any, your yeah, system worms. yeah uh and then what's uh hattie her like tear ducts were like overactivating today so like she had these just like tear stains yeah, going Hank down and i think she just got oh and then uh huck also uh katie mowed the yard today again this is two two times in a row i think I'm oh getting, wow it's becoming a pattern i'm getting mower cucked i'm getting lawn cucked <laughs> right now by my own wife uh no uh he ate so many of the grass shavings and then he just threw up grass today 
Damn, dude, we take your dogs away from you? Like, are, yeah. are, are we sure your dogs are okay? It sounds like they're falling apart over there. Uh, no, nah, they're, they're good. They're good. They're good. That's like babies. That's like horrifying. They like put everything in their mouth to realize what it is and like learn about the world. Yeah, you know, I had to, like, he was eating so much, Huck was eating so much grass and I kept trying to stop him and then like he would walk away for a couple of, like, couple of steps and then he'd go sprint as fast back as he could to get to more to get to more grass and chew it and stuff like whatever he's just gotta he's just gotta eat it all until he throws it up and figures out that he doesn't want to doesn't want to eat it anymore mm. uh well while we're on the subject of dogs here it looks like you have a subject called dog shit police yeah are you policing so your own yard from other dog shitters <laughs> i no. i've just been i have been meticulous about making sure that there's no dog poop in the yard and mm. i've basically like if people see me from like my like my neighbors see me i'm basically always walking around like you remember the shoveler from mystery men how he had the two shovels or something i i haven't watched mystery men forever but i think that's <laughs> come on like you don't get the mystery men reference I, I think that's probably one of the worst movies that i've ever seen like i think i saw it when i was nine and i was like this movie sucks <laughs> yeah, you even had the, yeah, the self-awareness at nine to know that that movie's terrible um but yeah i basically walk around with uh with this like with like a a, a rake and a little like scooper and I'm just like constantly scooping poop and I'm throwing it into the school's property behind the house. Mm. So it's their problem. Yeah. You uh, do you, do you know the Johnsons who uh, <sighs> ju just moved in down the street? I think he hates his wife because every time I see him, he's just got his head down walking around the yard, pacing <laughs> back and forth. Just, just looking, to looking himself. for so he's out there for hours just yelling shit all the time and then he stops <laughs> flinging his feces all over the lawn the lawn is beautiful there aren't any brown or yellow spots but uh, i'm not i'm not sure what's going on there may i ask a question where do you guys rank on the signs that say like please don't have your dog poo or pee in our yard that was why i brought that up in that way because there are so many of those in my area which obviously is not cool. People should yeah, not be thank you. leaving their dog poo and like giving a bad name to other dog owners that they're that they would actually do that. Um, I don't love a passive aggressive sign, you know. Neither do I. I don't. I don't like to be talked to that way, even if it's by a sign. And I assume that the people who live in that house are assholes. But um, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. But yeah, if I bring Hank there to take a rip of piss, no one asks you to clean up the dog piss. So. I, uh, I let them piss on those flowers. You just, you just bring bring a little bottle of water and then just like pour some water on where he peed. Yeah, there you go. There you go. No, I think it's I think it's dumb because I'm not gonna teach my dog how to read. I don't also, know if I can teach my dog how to read, and it's fucking. I'll pick it up. Like, man, that's straight up tacky to have a sign like that on your house. Thank you. Like, come on, come on. Hey, you know we're talking about poo in front of your house. Yeah, exactly. There are children in this neighborhood. Okay. Well, how, do you guys live in a neighborhood where uh, the moms are outside and tell people to slow down? Because that's my street. <laughs> there are so many people who drive through. I I, I don't reckon, you know, you'd recognize I, like your neighbor's car, but like there's a lot of people who drive through and I'm like, who are you and why are you going so fast? Is it is it the first street? Like, is it your street street toilet or is it like the when you pull out of your driveway and make a right and go my to that street, first My street, the crossing? street that I live on. Really? People are yes. flying through there? Yes. Yeah. Like 35. It happens on the other side of our neighborhood. So, like, we have kind of, like, two artery roads sort of going parallel. And then if you cut through the neighborhood, there's there's uh, uh, there's speed bumps. But, like, you can bypass some of the light. There's this, like, major light in town. And so people will, like, fly through the neighborhood on yeah. that side of the street. It's on the other side of the neighborhood from us, though. My yeah. street has the giant Chicago obnoxious uh, speed bumps in them. So if you're going above like 35, you're dropping a muffler. If you're going to yeah. try and take <laughs> you're, you're, you're losing your transmission. Unless you're in like some kind of like jacked up Jeep Wrangler, which like virtually does not exist in the city. Like it's not going to be good. But I think like in the coming months here, especially um, since I do record near my front room, we're about to get the motorcycle background noise. That nice. is ubiquitous this time of year is mm. the people like ripping their motorcycles. Um, we get it from the highway. We get it from Fullerton. It's, it's, I think so you need annoying. to get one. I definitely don't think I do. <laughs> 
And you ever had those guys like run up on you when you're on the highway at night? It's a terrifying experience. Like come up right behind you in your side mirror so you can see them. And they go, no, when when they like blow past you on the highway. But they're like right next to your car. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like go into a lane. They like swerve right next to your car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be funny if all the moms got together and dug some moats or dug their own uh, uh, speed bump to help monitor the con- tra- traffic in the area. That would I mean, help. you could put traffic calming features in on your street. I mean, it would be possible, but you'd probably have to lobby. Like, I don't know what your town has in terms of municipal government. <laughs> you mean like, like the your alderman, the neon shaped like h- human child that has holding a flag? No, <laughs> not like oh, you that. should get you the can... turtle one. I mean, there's traffic calming things other than the human, like, man holding a flag. Like a scarecrow police officer that's, like, standing in the middle of the street. Oh, oh <laughs> let's get another, let's get another passive-aggressive sign. Drive like you live here. Ah, uh, yeah, drive like there your go. kids are home. Slow children live here. Slow children. The scarecrow police officer is like an interesting concept. Just like a decommissioned crown Vic that doesn't run just <laughs> yeah. on cinder blocks. But yes. if you look at it, you're like, gotta slow down. Like, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like they should put that one on the street there, by Zach's house. There's a there's actually like a little uh neighbor or a little town um kind of like five miles over and they have parked in front of the town on both sides they have old timey police cars like that like starsky and hutch police cars so you come over you come over the hill and you're like oh shoot police car and then you realize it's like a 1970s or 1950s police car (laughs) this street is protected by the second amendment (laughs) there we go that's the solution yes perfect We've got shooters on this street, so if you're driving too no. fast, you best be careful. No, no, toilet. You need to institute a uh, toll booth on your street. Oh, yes. a troll toll. <laughs> no, we, should, we need to do more citizens' toll booths. Like, who's going to stop away. us? Who's going to stop us? The government? <laughs> the sheriff? <laughs> We're commandeering this road and not just like blocking it off, but setting up tolling. <laughs> but, yeah, modern day pirates. <laughs> we're uh, stealing tax revenue in the form of tolls. Yes, we're gonna be, we're becoming highwaymen and bandits, <laughs> <laughs> taking tolls on the king's road. But we only this is the king's highway. Crypto, crypto yeah. highway. <laughs> yeah, we take like what, like one one thousandth of a percent of Bitcoin every time you yes. come through. Yes, or, like, or oh, do whatever. It, yeah. Oh, then... yeah, rounding error, and then they go through. <laughs> Oh the shit! This is Russell worthless Okung. now. <laughs> the fucking Russell O'Kung of uh, of toll boots. Yeah, I got one of uh, Chris Middleton making a pass to Giannis for a uh, layup in the second quarter of a Bucks game. <laughs> you sir can pass. <laughs> yeah, I got this Alex Alex Caruso NFT. Uh, no, yeah, I had the Denzel Valentine pulls up for three and airballs <laughs> it from thirty feet. That's a great segue into uh, seeing red slash conjuring spells. I'm really interested to see where this is going. Yeah, well, we got to get an update. I think you may owe me an apology. Uh, the season has a couple games uh, to go. Friend. Okay, okay. I believe you got a lot of material in like uh, episodes, what, about episodes 18 through 22? First of all, the Bulls had a big win against the Heat. Oh, last they did. Mm, mm, big win. Um, playing well okay. without, uh, I mean, they haven't had Zach Levine for a while because the people at the NBA are haters. They're haters who just haters. aren't letting him play. Haters. Oh, is he, is he in COVID protocol? I think so. So, for anyone out there who's not glued to the bottom of the Eastern Conference standings like we are, um, the Wizards are 27 and 34, currently the 10 seed in the play in tournament. And the Bulls are on the outside looking in 26 and 35, one game behind out of the play in tournament. We are four and six in our last 10, and the Wizards, Zach's Wizards, are eight and two, a scorching hot eight and two in the last 10 games. <laughs> They're actually, surprisingly enough, I think if they finish what they were, they had to go seven, they had to go seven. I think they finish off at six and five. I win my bet. My over forty-five and a half percent win percentage uh, for the Wizards. Percentage? Okay, yes. got it. 
And then our bet still outstands, which is the Wizards will not make the playoffs versus the Wizards will make the playoffs, correct? Yes. Okay, and we had a little discussion. Uh, we do not remember exactly what was wagered. Luke, can you weigh in here? What was wagered and what's on the line here? for? So the- what is on the line is the loser has to eat the topic sheet that we run off of uh, every week. Um, okay. and they have to print it out and eat it. They have to eat the column. We are obviously not journalists. We are okay. um, amateur pirate radio entrepreneurs. Mm. So uh, Google Sheets, print it out and eat that. Um, we're, you can eat it in a bowl. Of, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, for anyone wondering, we're currently at six pages. If I were to print out our Google Sheet the way it is right now, six pages in length. Uh, one of us has to eat. The Bulls are literally one game back of the Wizards. This is coming down to neck and neck. This is a great. Turned out to be a great segment for us. Yeah, we're getting a lot of mileage. Like I said, you know, a lot of you. You guys laughed at me pretty hard. I guess I should have. I should be laughing at myself. I should have doubled down. <laughs> I mean, they came out incredibly, incredibly horribly. Well, in yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, they had um, to their to their credit. I mean, they were the first team hit with COVID, right? Ah, uh, there you go. So, like, they kind of got through their COVID mm. COVID bump back mm-hmm. in like the beginning of the season. But you kind of buried the lead there, toilet. They yeah. won before their overtime loss yesterday in which they actually almost beat the spurs in a wild 146 to 143 mm. uh basketball game they actually had won eight in a row damn oh, was that, that the right? all-star game <laughs> 146 to 143 i'm pretty sure the wizards have the worst defense in the nba um hmm, i don't have those saber metrics in front of me right now um beep boop beep Beep, beep, boop, bop, boop, beep. Uh, do we care about the rest of the NBA right now? Looks like the Nets are kicking the shit out of most people. So the, the, the Knicks are Yay. doing the Tom Thibodeau thing. Wow. They're they're they're, do, they're nine and one. They're the four seed in the East. Wow. Julius Randle's playing like out of his mind, like all NBA status, wow. and they're like kicking ass. And we'll have to see if it's fool's gold because they're mm. a Tom Thibodeau regular season team. My question to you guys is: There are they playing eighty-two games this season? They no, are. they're playing oh, 70, No, it's less than that. I think it's seventy-two. Mm. Jazz in the West, forty-four and seventeen. That is wild stuff. The wow, Suns this, are the two seed, and this is the boy. The boys read the standings. <laughs> this is the ESPN. boys read com. NBA standings. The boys read the standings. I've been so unplugged from the NBA; it's like not even. What you haven't been listening to. Sil Bimmons? No, I have watched zero minutes of that. I mean, this should be an exciting year for NBA playoffs. That's that's when I usually tune back in. Well, is when the well, playoffs I mean, are getting ready to kick off. I mean, how are you ever supposed to maintain any of the knowledge that you listen that you listen to when you're falling asleep to the dulcet tones of Bill Simmons? Uh, okay, I'm not actually listening listen to fall asleep. <laughs> We're doing the thing where we accuse Toilet of listening to Bill Simmons right before he falls asleep. Because he's already said that he doesn't do that thing, okay? I already told you I'm that I had one time. Now, stop talking about me listening mm-hmm. to Sil Bimmons and Jackie McMullen and Ryan Frasillo trying not say anything racist and talking about Boston sports. Okay? <laughs> not interested. You, you know what was like one of the best moments of my life? was when Taj Gibson dunked over Dwayne Wade at the end of game one of that Eastern Conference semifinals. Mm -hmm. I think that might be like a top five moment of my life. I choose to believe that the Bulls ended up winning that series because I, Luke, you dropped me off at the airport the next morning to go to Belgium, and I was convinced that the Bulls were going to win the NBA title. Yeah, alternate reality. Alternate reality. All summer. The bench mob. They got the job done, baby. Keith Bogans was uh, finals MVP. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out 2011 Bulls, baby. Um, should we keep on sports here? And uh, I know Luke doesn't want us to even mention the Chicago Bears, but we got a seeing orange segment on here. We we no. got we got to go. There's been some news. We got to go. We okay, keep we, it, we, keep we, I'm not saying that we, we we can't do seeing orange. We can't do like a 45 minute extended seeing orange. Okay, yeah, you give us a time limit. Wait. Give us a time limit. Yeah, the start the limit. clock. Start how the mu- clock. How much time? Yeah, we're on the clock. Luke said we could do 8.7 minutes. I asked 8. him if we could do 87 minutes of our 90 okay. minute show, and he said okay. no. And I said, what about 8.7? Okay. He said, okay. Eight, 
8.7. Okay. Are, okay. Are you ready to start uh, Zach, talking ready? Bears? Yep. Yeah. Okay, Mark. See in orange. I got a stopwatch. Okay. So what do we think of the news that leaked that ownership isn't going to let the isn't going to let Ryan Pace and the the brain trust trade up, make a big move to trade up. What are our thoughts? Ooh, ownership said no. Well, I they said that they get the final decision. So so then they read into that. Fired him. Mama bear put her <laughs> foot down. That's crazy. Well, Virginia, I don't know how she's going to get the news fast enough if it's coming by post. <laughs> uh, well. Um, she's still upset yeah. that her first boyfriend, Prince Philip, died last week. Okay? <laughs> she's having a tough week, guys. Tough week for Virginia. Um, you know, you don't want to make the same mistake twice, so I understand. Um, I I sent the boys a list of the first-round picks from the Chicago Bears from the last, like, 23 seasons. and. Pain. Let's just say it was, that was painful. brutal. It was brutal. So my first take is we are due. Yeah, Curtis penis. Curtis penis. <laughs> we- I, I, wait, wait, to your to your point, toilet. Roquan Smith was given his fifth year option today. There we go. So for, first round pick. First round pick. So they're like only, only time. Only, only time we've yeah the only time we've ever gone chalk. Pick a in like the last couple of years yeah. is uh, we get like a eh, I don't know all. Would he be all pro? I don't think he's been all pro yet, but he should have been last. He should have been last year. I think that Bobby Wagner over him was kind of on a, unassailable name, name basis. Yeah. Um, I think we need to go best available for two or three years in a row and get some hits. We're not a quarterback away. We're not one player away. We all know that. I mean, as but, we talk ourselves into that being true, we're not. So could I, could I, could I, could I ask you a question though? Would you say, what would you rather have? Would you rather have the, the roster that's a quarterback away, or would you rather have the quarterback that carries the roster? Uh, you like a like a Cincinnati Bengals situation right now. Think of think of like um, no more like the post Legion of Boom Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I would guess. Or would you, or would you rather have, running or 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 would you have <laughs> would you have a team like the 2018 Bears like like pretty outside of maybe what wide receiver, like a pretty stacked roster, like a, a good roster, a good, a good roster and clearly a quarterback away. Um, I, we, since the bears have never had a legitimate starting quarterback that you trusted for 18 games a season, I would say that they're like no brainer. So you would say you'd rather have the quarterback that carries. Yes. Okay. So that's where I, I it's a roundabout way of getting back to the point where I don't really know if I want him to go best available. Okay, you, just want want to, you, want them to, you want them to take Justin Any Fields. Any quarterback. Yeah, I, I mean, just if Fields falls, just take him. Like, I, you know, there's going to – he'll fall and he'll get pissed off, I think. I, I don't know. I, 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 there's no way, I feel like, to actually, you know, measure or accurately, you know, figure out if some guy's no, going to be good No, he's good. He made not. the college football playoff. He's Deshaun Watson without the baggage. Uh I mean, it could be like a Lamar Jackson situation where he fell so far and, like you're saying, got so pissed off and just took it out on the league, you know, game after game. So what if what if they um, did what I, if they did what if they did the NFL the uh, draft day where like they take Rashawn Slaughter at Slater at twenty and then they trade back into the first round? I see diminishing. There's diminishing returns in trading up. It's just like a fact. Like yeah. most of the time, it doesn't work out, and you're giving up more than you're getting. Um, so I would say let's go best available. I know I just contradicted myself by saying, well, once you have the quarterback figured out, you're good to go. Um, but if there's no one that's reasonably available at the spot that we're picking at, I don't think we should reach down and just grab a quarterback because we think we have to. I've also sold myself on Davis Mills too. So like we could go best available in the first and then we could do Davis Mills in the second. He's got a good quarterback name. Yeah, I think it's a that- strong quarterback name. I think that you don't have to necessarily draft one in the, in the first round. Like Lou said weeks ago, just like bat for average, like pick a quarterback every year, every two years, yeah. and just see pick if it a works quarterback out. quarterback every single round of the draft this year. We're bringing every... eight quarterbacks into camp. There we go. <laughs> see how many of them David fails. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so um, that's my thought. Where do you think I... we're going, guys? I feel well. I, I apparently am going to have to eat crow on calling Mac Jones Big Mac for the past like couple <laughs> months because apparently he's like the odds-on favorite to go third overall. 
over oh, another great football named Trey Lance. Um, Justin Fields isn't even in the conversation for the like top 10 mm. anymore. Unless wow. like some team like trades up it's uh, Trevor Lawrence, obviously who the kid from BYU, Zach, Zach Davis, Wilson. or Zach Wilson. Wilson, Zach Davis pitches for the Cubs, but that's okay. Um, Trey Lance and uh, Mac Jones. Tra- and that's like the top four. Dude, Trey Lance definitely throws scoobs and bangs chains. I'm working on my grip right now, boys. <laughs> Jones were the- open. Shout out Calvin Heimberg. Shout out Calvin Heimberg. Shut up, Greg Gerthy. <laughs> Garrett Gerthy. Garrett Double Gerthy. G. Garrett Gerthy, excuse me. I was, he I was sells his close. own jerky. He's from he's from uh, Florida. Gerthy no, he, Garrett. He, Gerthy Garrett. He, he sells his own jerky. That's right. <laughs> We're peeling back the layers of this onion in with like the professional disc golf world. Like yeah, they're banging chains. They've got names like Garrett Gerthy and they've got side hustles like making beef jerky and ghost AR 15s probably. Yeah. Luke, instead <laughs> of making jokes, these guys are making moves and reading 10 pages of nonfiction entrepreneurial <laughs> and autobiographies every week. Damn. I already, I already fell couch. off of that this week. Wow. Damn. You didn't work out for 75 God. minutes. Shit. I only, I only read eight pages yesterday. Fuck. Uh, I went on a 60 minute run on uh, Friday and yeah, you need to get a hobby and then I uh, really put myself in a major setback this weekend because I did a little uh, boys trip with my college friends up to Wisconsin and Ayo. I Ayo. am not allowed to drink whiskey anymore. Ooh. That is, that is just a bad situation. Can, can we get a little recap? Can we get a little recap? No, the boys just like went up to Wisconsin because some of us are, uh, uh, some of them are having kids and like we're just like doing a, a guy's weekend away and we just got pulverized the entire time. We we cooked dinner at home and like we cooked all our meals at home all the time. We just got destroyed the entire time and it was fun. Like we were up in, uh, you know, the Lake District of Wisconsin, and it is definitely before the season, um, so there really isn't much to do other than that. And we really took advantage of the time. And uh, we were hungover much... on Sunday. What did you mix the whiskey with? Ice. Got a boy. Just going right at it. Yeah, and for whatever reason, the liquor in Wisconsin is pretty expensive for being such a drunk state or having such a reputation as a drunk state. Yeah, because they want you to drink beer, sir. What I was best. What I was able to find was the drink from Summerhouse. I don't know if any of your significant others watch this. It is like the Never trashiest reality show on Bravo. It's a show literally about like a bunch of chuckle fucks who like all pitch in and rent a house in the Hamptons, and they like just are there on the weekends every summer. And now they have this uh, hard tea that's called Lover Boy. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid to say that shit absolutely slaps. It's 90 calories. It's got a bunch of caffeine in it, and it tastes like what I wanted the uh, iced tea Trulies to be. Ooh! Can, can I read? Can I read the first headline on Bravo's Summer House webpage? Yes. Paige and Carl react to being asked to be in Kaimanda's wedding. What does that mean? Translation. Uh, it means that like two of the main characters are uh, getting married to each other, and I'm is... guessing Kyle and Amanda. That that would be correct. Kyle, you're right. Wow, react to Amanda and Kyle asking them to be their bridesmaid and best man. Oh, I Ooh. thought Kymanda was a person. It's a <laughs> it's a people. It's an ancient beast of myth. <laughs> they called it the Kymanda, and it's only found in the Hamptons. <laughs> It's half poodle, half Komodo dragon. Well, cool, man. It sounds like you guys uh, sounds like you guys fratted hard this weekend. Yeah, it was a good time. I did some vacationing of my own too. Ooh, ooh. May may I may I uh, may I discuss permission to flex? Granted. Permission to flex. Permission to flex. So, the wife and I went down to the Gulf the Coast. The wife. The wife. Went the down wife, to the, the only the wife Gulf, who exists. The Gulf Coast of Mississippi. Mm. And uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun at this uh, little uh, little Gulf town called Ocean Springs. And it's got a lot of you know, cool restaurants. And they've definitely like 
built up the this like little downtown uh street called government street and um we had it we had a fun time there but we found out that the water was you know is probably less hospitable than the chicago river which i didn't so, know is possible is it like it's a you're talking about the gulf of mexico right yes was there like a deep water horizon event nearby to this place that is polluting it? Uh, I think just the just all of the debris that's floating down through the bay, the Biloxi Bay, and I think that's just causing this like incredibly brackish water. Like they had signs up saying, uh, you know, bacteria levels too high, swim at your own risk. Yeah. Oh Which damn! Is... So it's like when Chicago like has to open up the storm drains, and it's just like dumping <laughs> into like Michigan. Yes, exa- exactly. Have you ever read some of the old? Did we talk about this on the pod? We might have talked about this on the pod. The old stories of how bad the the river used to be, the Chicago River used to be, like in like the uh, like eighteen hundreds. It stuff. used to be even worse than it is now. Oh, oh yeah. They used to dump like. They used to be the place where they dumped all of the animal carcasses in the United States. Like, yeah. that's where every single one of them went. Bubbly Creek bubbled because of the decomposing, like, cow carcasses in it. And then there's like an offshoot of the Chicago River. And they and had then... the one, one of the reasons why they reversed the flow was because it was like dumping toxic waste <laughs> into Lake Michigan, which is the source of like water for the entire area. So, so we just sent it to St. Louis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go, St. Louis. This Here is you your go, problem. Kankakee. <laughs> Enjoy all the pigs. But yeah, we had we had a good we had a good time. We had a good time. I'm actually we even came back with some local beer, drink a little Dude. Paradise Park. Oh, we were staying right next to uh, this place called Gilman's Fish Fish Pub, and mm. it was voted one of the top 25 dive bars Ooh. in America. So it went in, of course. How, and how there much was, was like. It? It was like like dollar bills hanging from the ceiling and like and a lot of nautical themes and some nice. netting and and you know buoys and that sort of stuff. Should we, should we assess its dive bar credentials? Yeah, let's go. How much was a Miller Lite? Uh, I did not get a Miller Lite, but I did. I got a local light beer, and I believe it was three dollars. Okay, there, there you go. That's for that craft is. beer local. Wow, that, that is. What was the the bar menu? Mm, there food. was food, there was food, but I didn't bother to look at it. Uh, I, there was no way they they had a fish hook game, you know, like Chewy's got in his backyard, the fish hook game. Yeah, yeah, and I was actually really surprised. Katie got it on like her fourth try, wow. and then of course I had to do it like seventy times, and I didn't get it. Yeah, so that's how it goes. <laughs> Have you guys ever been to a bar where like all they serve is like frozen pizza, and you could order like? like mozzarella sticks from behind the bar, but they're literally just like throwing it into a microwave. Yes. That's kicks awesome. Ass. That kicks Wait, ass. Did you guys did you guys have uh like a snack hut inside your dorms? A snack hut? We had a yeah. subway. We had we had a snack hut and Rick was in charge of the snack huts at one of the <laughs> one of the dorms. Oh, no. And so basically that's all he was doing, Luke. Is like somebody would order cheese sticks and it was just like a Jack's pizza cut and cut in like a vertical fashion to make them look like cheese sticks rather than just a frozen pizza. That's one of the only places that I've gotten uh, the taquito rollers that they serve at like 7-Elevens. Yeah. They used to have those at the convenience store in my uh, freshman year dorm, and that's the only place I've ever ordered them. <laughs> I think if I ate one of those right now, I would be dead. Like, Just be constantly shitting. Here's a throwback. In middle school, most of our friends would eat only Bosco <laughs> sticks and yeah. drink oh. Tahitian treat as a uh, beverage choice. I can't believe they served that shit to us. <laughs> I I saw it the other day and I was like tempted and I looked at the can and it had like 55 grams of sugar in it. It's like poison. It's the Bosco just... stick is an elite food if you are not familiar it's basically a breadstick with cheese inside and they do sell them at uh jewel we were able to find them and i had one this past weekend as a little like a drinking snack and it was delightful did you uh cook it in the oven we did cook it in the oven yeah i feel like you cooking like your own bosco sticks at home uh i'm assuming in batches of like maybe four or how many did you do yeah four 
is going to be vastly superior in terms of like um, cook consistency than what we were served in our middle sure. school cafeteria. Definitely. No way. There's no way that toilets <laughs> oven, brand new oven can replicate the like years of grease and butter that just, that just are baked into those Bosco Accumulated. sticks. I know, yeah. right? Nice. Uh, well, we've hit a lot of Zach segments here. Luke, do you want to bring up one of yours? You got some some bangers over here. Um, sure, I can. <clears throat> I, I can bring one up. So nice. Um, Good job, toilet. Recently, I've been watching the Fast and the Furious franchise. Um, I don't wow, know. Sick brag. I don't know why we started doing it. Um, Maddie and I were watching the like Kong Godzilla cinematic universe. And we finished that, and we were just like, "Okay, what are we gonna watch now?" It's like we could watch something highbrow, like Nomadland or The Father. Nope, Fast nope, and the Furious. We're gonna franchise. watch all nine Fast and the Furiouses. <laughs> and um, ooh, don't forget Hobbs and Shaw. And Hobbs on my Shaw. And uh, we're four in right now, which means that uh, I most recently watched Fast and Furious. The next one is uh, Fast Five. Um. But one of the things that um, is like uh, apparent in that show is that um, like brother, something that I call like brother-in-law culture or like (laughs) this idea that like the person you like are allowed to hate the most in the entire world is your sister's significant other. Because it comes up a lot in this show, like, uh, Vin Diesel hates Paul Walker's character because Paul Walker is ostensibly uh, R- not R.I.P. Paul Walker is definitely still alive. <laughs> Died in a car crash. Come on. Come on, pal. Um, but we just like, I think like as a society, we just accept that as fact. Like you're just allowed to hate your brother-in-law just on like the stance that he's like with your sister because vin diesel's sister in this movie is like 30 it's like you shouldn't be doing this anymore man um i have a brother-in-law and he's wonderful so yeah, i got a brother-in-law too i like him a lot too yeah but do you, do you I, know what i'm talking about do you are yeah you, you know the phenomenon i'm describing that was definitely a thing when like we were in high school and i thought that my sisters were dating shitheads but it, i didn't like make it known to them in front of them. I just told them like, yo, that guy's kind of a shithead. That that's true, but you didn't necessarily like hate them on balance that you, they were dating your sister. Correct. You didn't like them because they were assholes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like it's like the red foreman, but for peer to peer interaction. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like if you it's like being prote- being protective of your sister which like for father daughter relationship like it's still weird but like I, I at least like get it but like for like your younger sister or something it's like come on man what what, what are you doing she's like hey, she's my baby sister like dude you're 35 she's 32 yeah. like, Vin Diesel you were born in 1967 like this is terrible behavior for a human being <laughs> hey be careful with her yeah, it's a little uh, sexist culture for sure. I get that. Dude, I had no idea his name, Vin Diesel's real name, Mark Sinclair. Yeah, Crazy. I know, right? Not co- not quite as catchy as Vin Diesel for an action star, huh? Is he Diesel. like actually like five six? He's pretty small. I think he's also a native New Yorker. Hey, and, uh, even hey. though he doesn't necessarily, he was like a native New Yorker like theater guy. And then he got cast in this movie and was just been like typecast ever since. <laughs> yeah. Then all of a sudden he played a super Italian buff guy in Saving Private Ryan, and that was it. <laughs> and that that was his first role, I think, because Steven Spielberg saw him in like a short film or something. I know this because I looked up Vin Diesel's Wikipedia page very, very, very recently. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Vin Diesel—he's six feet tall. I take that back. He's taller. Than oh, okay. Me. But thought, okay, well, I, that's that's his listed height. Yeah, he's an actor, so he hasn't exactly been to the actor combine. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably him wearing like Doc Martens or something. Oh shit, you are right. You are right, Luke. That was like one of his first uh, first movies, and then he was in Boiler Room, and then he was at Fast and the Furious. Oh, Triple X. I never saw those. Did you guys ever watch those? 
Mm, no. Oh, uh, Chronicles of Riddick too. This, okay. This, this these are some splattered dart. <laughs> these are some very 2000s movies. Like Triple X. When I think of the early 2000s and think of like Usher and Lil Jon, I think of like Triple X and the Chronicles of Riddick. What's also crazy is like, you know, have you like talk about a small world um, in Too Fast, Too Furious, which um, Fast and the Furious is not good, but like at least it was like influential in terms of like what it meant for like people who liked cars and shit. But Too Fast, Too Furious is just like terrible. And uh, the woman who plays uh, Ty- talking about uh, Tokyo Drift here, dog. No, too fast, no. too furious. Oh, got it. The woman who plays Ludacris's girlfriend is Steve Aoki's sister. Wow. And wow. whose father is the owner of Benihana. Benihana. Ah, damn it. You beat me to it. Fun fact. Also, do you know Vin Diesel voiced Groot? Yes. How did I just find that out? Um, his his best act to date so far, probably. Yes, probably his best, best performance. Acting. Yeah. Um, should we do a light uh, Oscars recap? Did you guys watch any of the 93rd yeah, speaking Oscars? Of, speaking of Groot. Yeah, I caught a little bit. It any takeaways? Like it took place in like a, I don't, I don't know what to call it. Like a, it's a train. It was a train hotel station. Foyer? Oh, it was a train Grand station. Cent- yeah, Grand Central Station in LA or something. Grand Station. Hmm. They have trains in LA. I, I know. Sure that's that's illegal. A, does that weird? Like, I, whenever I think of LA, I don't ever think of train culture. Hmm. Uh, well, Nomadland ran a train on the uh, awards. And <laughs> yeah, sh- do you need to uh, walk back last week's take? What was my take? Remind well, me. Actually, I don't even think you really had a take. You just talked about how you need to be. You said yeah. you said you need to be alerted when you're going into a movie that's a character scape. Yeah, and uh, yeah. obviously yeah. Frances McDormand did a great job because she won for best actress. Um, I would just, as a small plebeian, appreciate a heads up of, hey, Sin, uh, buddy, you're, if you're looking for a uh, plot to drive this movie, don't even bother. Just pay attention to the silences even more than the dialogue, if you catch my Yes, absolutely. Negative space. Like, you yes. know how like how in the FedEx logo, there's a little arrow? It's basically like applying that to watch. Yes, the there we go. Uh, but I thought it was a nice referendum on uh, white men winning every award. So other than Anthony Hopkins, I thought there was a nice smattering of different movies getting recognition, uh, which was cool to see. I mean, including Mank, the guy who loved an octopus. You know, I, I wanted to bring that one up. Did you guys watch that? My octopus teacher on Netflix? No, my mom and dad were obsessed with it. So it's like, like one of the best things they've seen in a long time. Okay, so not to go counterculture, the camera work is phenomenal. It's so cool that they got like such clear imagery underwater. And that kind of stuff is just like incredible if you're into like nature documentaries and things like that. Um, but <laughs> basically, this dude is just in love with a fish. And... You know, Toilet watched it and was like, you know what, this is definitely not teaching me how to teach to how, to, how to be a better teacher yeah how to be a better octopus teacher i'm out yeah I, I'm, I'm out the next time i get an eight tentacled kid in my class i'm not gonna know what to do thanks a lot yeah i tuned in hoping to take away a few strategies to apply in the classroom <laughs> and basically i learned don't get too attached because someday they might die yeah and don't uh spray your Damn. ink everywhere yeah <laughs> that was funny when i was like running away from things and like had the little ink trail like that was kind of cool but um yeah, just another example of high art that I just don't understand. Man, so. I I probably wouldn't get burnt out at work if my boss was an octopus. Yeah, dude. Like, what a cool job, like, hanging out. I mean, it's pretty stressful because you got to hold your breath all the time, but, like... No, no, the octopus is in a tank, and, like, the next desk over to me. Or I guess if oh. my boss was an octopus, I'd be working at an aquarium, which mm. means I'm a marine biologist or a janitor. So that would be pretty or janitor. <laughs> One of those two things. Clean out the poop from the polar bear cage. Um, I talked about that with Toilette, not to totally diverge away from the subject here, but uh, she said there's doctors who specify in trauma, like only the most like severe 911 craziest cases. Like these people are like the surgeons for these trauma cases, which sounds like the most stressful job on earth. And we were trying to brainstorm the least stressful job on earth. Cause I think that's the job that I need right now. 
And I have an answer, but I'm kind of curious to hear what you guys think. Which well, job do you think has the least amount of stress? I, I'm wondering if the, the decision for the trauma surgeon is like amputate or not amputate. Oh, you think it's like a pretty binary decision? No, I'm just that's a, that is a really bad joke. Oh, um, like a trauma uh, surgeon, like in the emergency room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say the least, most like laid back. Yeah, professional surfer. Mm, that's yeah, hard. It's that big, it, it, there's a big risk of dying. Sharks, bro. Yeah, octopuses. Ever, yeah, have you ever been taught by an octopus? You might fall in love with an octopus while you're <laughs> yeah. out there. Yeah, and you're <laughs> gonna sp- spend the rest of your days underwater. My octopus coworker. I'm a professional <laughs> surfer. This is my coworker. <laughs> I, I don't know, like what, like a like a lifty, at like a, at like a an at elevator a, operator. No, 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 lifty at uh, like a like a um mountain. Oh uh, no, dude, you know somebody's like you know, like falling in front of it. You've got to stop it. Somebody like jumps off of it. You have to Some do like a bunch kid. of liability training. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Some Sandwich artist. Pants. Sandwich artist. Well, well, people might yell at you if you screw something up. You want to hear my you... answer? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go, go, for, go it. for it. Now, this is not to demean this profession because it's incredibly important. Podcaster. Podcaster. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably podcaster. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, mailman yeah. or mail carrier. Mail carrier, I, I, I think... dude, you get chased by dogs. Are you kidding me? I mean, if you have to actually carry the mail, but if you're just kind of driving around, uh, I see my letter carrier. Uh, she does like a hybrid where she'll like drive a little bit and then she'll walk. Yeah, like sometimes she'll park at the end of the block, especially if it's nice out. She'll bust out the pith helmet every once in a while <laughs> and the shorts. Um, I think like you you work long hours, but you're outside getting fresh air. So if your steez is like getting out and walking and you don't mind doing that, then hell yeah. We should get next bachelor party. Can we all get pith helmets? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. No, the next one is tactical. We've been putting that off for years. No, we could okay, but we could use a pith helmet and get tactical. Okay. If we're camouflage, then yeah, with the netting okay, on top. Half of us dress up like operators, the other half dress up like the British invading Africa. <laughs> we'll just be like a very confusing group of people. We're gonna get those orange glasses that make everything like high def. Yeah. Speaking of which, can you guys tell I'm in higher def this week? Oh, did you get a new webcam? We got a new laptop at school. Oh, nice. Oh, great. The new generation of MacBook Air, which is why my headphones can plug in, but my USB microphone does not. Ouch. You need a USB-C, don't you? I need a female adapter. So if you know any female adapters out there. Um, I'll I'll send you a link to one because I just recently had to do that with my mom because fuck Apple (laughs) and like changing over like not putting usb on a laptop come on man come wait on, they man. don't they don't have usb ports on the new no, laptops no. no oh is it just the the new like it's the micro port? yep lightning port you got two of those and a headphone and that's it i'm surprised they actually put a headphone jack in it i am too i and think they got they, rid I, of the, they got rid I of heard, the magsafe on the charger too i, like I heard the they best feature I heard they did that only for podcasters and beat makers. Dude, Hell yeah, so important. to put that's, to put the to put the aux cord, oh, the aux port back in, brother. Um, Luke, you got a lot of other topics on here. You want to bring up any of these bad boys? Hey, yeah. Um, <laughs> have you ever I... talked about sister-in-law culture? Um, I don't know I, how far are we in. We're about an hour or so in. I didn't have to check my watch for the end of the uh, bear segment. By the way, we did that. There we go. Much. That's good. Uh, uh, and let's put let's put a, let's put a bow on that segment. They're probably going to take like a defensive tackle or something. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're going to love yeah. it. Like no, a cornerback from some small school, like a huge reach. <laughs> and that was seeing um, orange. That was see. That was seeing orange. Got a uh, newsletter here. Uh, the Chicago um, Reader. Tuesday no, reading. It, it's not the Chicago Reader. I have the September 1995 edition of Tower Voice. 
um, which is the official Motorola Schomburg newsletter. Mm. Oh, nice. I thought it was going to be the uh, newsletter for Tower Records. No. Um, first of all, just incredibly brilliant design. I don't know if you'd see this, but we've got like a serious vaporwave vibe going on here. I'm loving it. Yeah. Like, a, like a very natural with the light blues and the but, pinks and stuff like that. A little bit of, a little bit of like a Miami Vice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sort definitely. Sort of feel to it. Yeah. Um, and the uh, lead article here on the front is uh, Ribbon Cutting, a Sheer Delight. Motorola opens newest childcare center. This is by Joelle Simpson, employee communication intern. Joelle, come on the pod. Um, <laughs> Joe wrote the shit out of this one. In spite of record-breaking 100-degree temperatures, Motorolans and their childrens gathered in the parking lot on July 14th to celebrate the ribbon-cutting of the new Motorola Child Care and Education Center in Schaumburg. More than 100 employees and their children were on hand, along with Gary Tuker, you know what I mean? (laughs) Gerald. Um, Human Resources and Infrastructure Vice President Bruce Mueller and Schaumburg Mayor Al Larson. Um, I want you to take a look at the webcam right now. I don't know if you can see this. Who, who's that? Who's that guy on the right side of that picture, right there? Hobnobbing oh, with the mayor of Schaumburg. Is that our very own Luke? Yeah, that's a four-year-old is, Luke Fowler right there at the ribbon. The mayor is on. holding you. The mayor is not holding me. I am telling the mayor, don't touch me there. I am holding a pair of ceremonial scissors, cutting, (laughs) cutting the, cutting the ribbon for this childcare center. Wow. I never, I never knew. Telling, telling the mayor how you need, how, uh, Schaumburg needs free subsidized childcare. We need some more scarecrow policemen in my neighborhood. People. Yeah. Yeah. Can we, can we, can we get more, can we get more speed bumps? Um, they also had like a very terrifying squirrel yeah. mascot. That's- I thought that's what you were pointing at first. Like that's terrifying. Um, but yeah, I, I I was there at the beginning. I mean, I I went to preschool there. I think I went there even before I turned. Uh, I guess this is September of 1995. I'm four. Shout out! Shout out! Going to preschool at you at uh, going to preschool with utility. I went to the YMCA. I I went there all the way through kindergarten actually because Whoa. it was like incredibly convenient for my parents obviously working there. Um, it's back that's back in the Star Tech heydays. Yes. The Halcyon days. I mean, there there's a lot going on here. I mean, this this is also uh, you know, two pages long, but I was given this uh um newsletter as like cuz I'm in it or whatever and I guess that's supposed to be notable. But it's also actually introduces the first device that allowed for two-way messaging. So uh, at the beginning of a great mistake, everybody. <laughs> the, si- the sidekick two, or the sidekick one. It's called the Tango. We get Tango <sighs> with each other. Because guess what? Two-way messaging. Yola Tango. It takes two to Tango. Yes, there we go. There we go, Toilet. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> Wow, well, I never knew. Congratulations. Interpersonal communication has been going downhill ever since. (laughs) You you should go back as one of the inaugural classes and just kind of go reclaim. See what's going on. It is no longer there. I know. This This thing looks horrible. The Motorola Tango. I mean, it's literally a two way beeper, pretty much. Yeah, what it has like eight predetermined messages you can send. So like, yeah, hey, exactly. please. Number one says, "Please call me." Well, why don't you just fucking call the person? Because they didn't have cell phones. Oh, is this before cell phones? This is like a beeper that shows different messages. Because normally, oh. a would show you the number to number, call. Number, yeah. Uh-huh. But this, my dad, my like, dad had one. I remember that. Uh, we still have all of them, but this has like several things that uh, you could send to somebody. This is a I think it work. allowed for like a couple of custom messages too. So you could just send your coworker balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a follow up. What, what's a dick for? Yeah, you go toilet. Uh, the kid that fell asleep at school had a follow up, uh, was handing out calculators this week, and the kids had uh, typed in 80085. Yes, boobs. 
boobs, and then a visionary, an absolute <laughs> visionary, typed in 8005, and then the pie symbol. So it said booby spy? Uh, well, in my opinion, it said boobs pie. I, I think that's boob spy. Boob spy? Oh, like he's, he's, spy. He's, he's, he's spying some boobs. Oh, okay. So that, that was my reading of that because I was like the pie. Like, what is that supposed to signify? Is that like supposed to be a T, like boob street or something like that? Boob street. <laughs> I mean, okay. I Meet me at boob street. I was going more crude with it and assuming it was a pie for boobs. But anyway. Um, Boobs spy. I like that even better. So thank you for bringing that up. Shout out to whatever kid did that. You are not I mean, in trouble. You're my dude, hero. I, I'm, I have 13 year olds, 13 years old at heart, basically. Did he go for boobs or boobies? Boob8008S pie. Mm. They, he, the young Padawan still has much to learn. <laughs> it is eighth grade. You know, we maybe get more advanced with that, with the geometry once they learn all the new symbols and logarithmics and whatnot toilet i think uh one of the things for us in our sixth grade class is we jump straight to the big leagues with the ti-83 calculator oh yeah they could just like write words in it and folks yeah. the, the technology should not be given to sixth graders <laughs> what that was like prehistoric text messaging was just writing funny things on a calculator with a full keyboard on it <laughs> and then showing them to people yeah did you did you guys ever program notes into your TI-83s? No, but the games was really where yeah, I... Yeah. Phoenix. Block man. <laughs> or block dude? Well, block dude. Block dude. Block, block, he was block a block dude. man. Um, the block worst dude, game ever. Block dude turns into block man on the iPhone. <laughs> snake. What was the... What was the snake? I think the worst game ever was Drug War. I don't know if you guys ever had that one. Don't remember no. that. But it was like a basically like a text-based RPG where you were a soldier in a drug war Ugh. no out uh where you fall up or fall down that was probably oh, oh fall, fall up, up fall down fall up. that uh rpg was probably created by a guidance counselor to teach, teach people not do drugs yeah probably loser <laughs> uh well we're at a tight hour right now boys is there anything else you guys wanted to cover do you want to keep going with a break um no i mean i think that's pretty much all i have for this week unless you uh guys want to cover off on anything else i'm good zach uh i mean i got a small we got a small happy trails okay and we need to just this is this is this is another boys get on the couch for a second Mm. but uh one of our one of our personal favorites andrew shaw retired and what feels what feels strange and i feel like we've talked about this before but now the athletes, not of our youth, because it's one thing when you realize when like you move from your youth to your young adolescence, you don't really feel the passage of time that much. But when you move from your young adolescence to like being an adult, right now it feels very strange when the athletes that we were watching at like the ages of seventeen or eighteen, maybe nineteen, twenty, are starting to retire. Because that's like, oh shit, we are actually getting older now. And not just like retire early, but retire. Well, I guess Andrew retire. He's a ten, he had a ten year career. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, it was uh, ABC Countdown that I had today. It's Cubs Day, so I wore my 2016 gold Anthony Rizzo World Series champion jersey to school. Let's and go. As I was walking into school, I realized this jersey is five years old. Yes, sir. It's been five years since that World Series championship team. Yes, it's been a it's been a very long time since then, my friend. Um, Ugh, got another hundred and three years to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's one of those one of those like weird feelings of like actually you know starting to feel old and like feeling a little out of touch with the youth athletes of nowadays. I think the uh, first one of that for me was Calvin Johnson, probably. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. He he retired early too, but still. He also kind of like, walked away too. He was like, "I no longer want to play on the Lions." By the way, <laughs> if you want to talk about like lopsided all-time records, um, Detroit versus everybody, I think Detroit is significantly in the losing column for that one. <laughs> um, but uh, Calvin Johnson, 
Chris Borland to a lesser extent. Oh, Chris. Chrissy B. Because we were like, he's like our age. But yeah, that's going to start happening more and more because yeah. we're we're entering our 30s and the football players, especially that we grew up watching, are about to be like, that guy's old. Like, who's giving him that contract? And for us, <laughs> he's, like, he's, you know, he's 29. <laughs> Hopefully. Like, he's expired. Hopefully Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are tuning into this uh, segment right here. And they're yeah, we'd to... love for you to make us feel old, guys. Yeah, go ahead and retire. Matt Ryan, if you're listening, it's one last rodeo with the Bears, and then you can retire. One last, I can't believe the Bears handed out that quarterback contract. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Pace, eat your heart out. Could be you, baby. Ryan Pace giving out one more golden parachute. Fuck. You and uh, what's-his-face, uh... Robert Quinn can get an apartment together and oh my god. Oh my god. There should be a support group. Not for them, but for us. Therapy. That's that's they, a they full should circle. Be they should be paying our salary. They really should. And that's that's what the most relaxing job in the world is being on the dole by the McCaskey family for the years of inflicted trauma they've imparted upon us just be ted phillips just being the family's meat shield <laughs> suing the bears for being so bad prince ted phillips <laughs> speaking of retiring boys i think it's time i retire to uh yes yep. um it's getting to be about that time uh good episode this guy's week this good episode good this good week. episode this guy's week that's good the title guys of this, this guy's this week episode. was a this good episode. episode. Was for guys, dudes. This rock. Episode, this episode was for guys. All this right, dudes. Talk to you later, boys. See you later, guys. Bye, dudes. We're turning the recording back on. Zach is showing us his belly. <laughs> right now dude what? what i got insanely sunburned you are 30 years old what are you doing not going out without that spf you need that spf 80 my friend i put i put on spf 30 a couple of times you're like straight up welsh my man what are you thinking do you see do you see how white this one side is you yeah. got one patch on the one side what's the patch from did you have like i guess i must have missed but I think Katie said that there might be a spot from where I was resting my drink. Uh, are are you using spray-on sunscreen, my guy? Yeah. Uh, no, that doesn't spray work. Spray-on sunscreen is, like, the worst. Yeah, that, that stuff doesn't work. Can I use it for reapplication. I, don't, I use it for reapplications, but if I'm going to the beach, I'm lathering. Yeah, it's pretty painful. I, if any of you ever gave me a five star on that side of my stomach i think i'd cry Ugh. well mouth right, medication this has been sunburn me. update <laughs> yeah can we put some yeah some aura gel on my side and i should be good and cranberry juice for luke thank you <laughs>